0: Hello and welcome to the faculty interview, covering the latest breakthroughs, research, news and insight delivered by the world's leading academic and industry figures. In this interview, Rhonda Oliver discusses the application of conventional needs analyses for task-based language teaching. So, this study was undertaken at uh, quite a unique situation. It's a boarding school for Aboriginal students who come from around Western Australia sometimes travelling thousands of miles from remote communities to attend a vocational training centre. And it's for students aged from about 15 to 19. So they're secondary school students and they're often underachieved in their schooling to date. And many of them have English as their second language. They still speak a traditional language in their remote community such as Jaroo or Bunambol or one of the many traditional languages spoken uh, in the northern parts of Australia or a Creole that is actually called Aboriginal Creole, spelt K-R-I-O-L. So they have come and they often don't have English and are often not very proficient in standard Australian English or don't have the confidence to speak to non-Aboriginal people using English. So they've come down to this boarding school a very long way from home and there they do normal education in edu- you know, English, math, but also vocational subjects like metalwork, work, uh, farm work, uh, hospitality, business studies, and they do it at this boarding school. So that's where this study was undertaken. Well, often for, for language learners, it's about the opportunity to have... You know, what we call the, the comprehensible input, having meaningful exchanges in the language. So if you grow up in a situation where English, the language of instruction in Australian schools, isn't the language spoken in your community, It's not that you have some deficiency, it just means that you're not exposed to it. So you need the opportunity to get that input, but you also need opportunities to interact in that language. That's how we learn languages, by using it. So if you're in a setting where you don't get to to use it, then you're less likely to be able to learn it uh, and a, a great example is my own where I've spent a number of years on one of the little phone apps you can attempting to learn Spanish and just the other night my husband asked me and how are you going with that and I said well I've learned lots and lots of words but I don't think I could have a conversation with anybody in Spanish I just don't have that interactional skill because I haven't had to use it I've simply done exercises not meaning-based exercises but exercises with language on my phone and and that's not how we learn to use uh, to learn a second language we learn language by using language meaningfully the situation is that a traditional needs analysis often looked at language as objects so they looked at language items and the needs and traditional needs analysis was often based on teacher intuitions. I think they'll need this language, I think they'll need these words, I think they'll need to understand these instructions. But it often wasn't evidence-based. And so at schools, not just at Aboriginal boarding schools but at, at a number of schools, Students were taught with all the good intention of the teachers what the teachers thought might happen in the context where they would eventually use the language. But in fact, you know, they, it wasn't evidence based. So what we did in our task based analysis was to go out and collect data from a range of sources. So we looked at the workplaces these students might end up in the future and what language was used there. We talked to people who might employ them in the future. We talked to people who are currently employed in those settings, but we also talked to current teachers who are working with the students. And I think that one of the keys to the success of our study was we actually talked in-depth to the students themselves. And they told us things that the other groups didn't tell us, things that they didn't have the confidence to interact with non-Aboriginal people. So although they had some of those words, if you like, their equivalent of me, that they picked up sufficient English, but they every time they wanted to say something and they didn't feel confident they'd get what's called in aboriginal language getting shame so they felt really embarrassed they felt that they were being singled out and they'd put their heads down and often walk off just to save face so it was, a, it was really looking at the evidence of what is really needed and not just assuming that as teachers we would know. And, and of course, some of the teachers did know some things, but other things that some of the teachers said, particularly some of the vet teachers, the vocational teachers said, oh, they just need a bit of tough love. They just need to be thrown into the situation and then they'll be okay. But when we spoke to the students, they said, actually, that's probably the worst worst thing you can do when I when I'm thrown into a situation and feel uncomfortable I just stop talking I feel I feel really uncomfortable and so I go quiet rather than engaging and and you know it's working out what's going to work for a particular cohort that a really good task based needs analysis will work in terms of our cohort that we were investigating we found that some of the language they needed yes they needed language around the the job space, the workplace and what was needed there. They also needed the opportunity to interact in meaningful ways with non-Aboriginal people while they were at school in the security of a classroom. And the school took it on board and they started organising events where they would have people come on campus and the students were comfortable enough because it was their school and they developed the ability to interact well with others. The teachers also started to look at life a little bit differently in the classroom and it wasn't just teaching grammar or vocabulary, but it was teaching interaction skills so that when the students didn't understand, it was developing the skills to negotiate and say, look, I'm not sure what you mean, which culturally is often very confronting for a young Aboriginal person to say, so the teachers could work with them on how to do that. The other thing we we found out were the workplaces. They weren't worried so much about the skills that the students had in terms of vocational skills. They wanted students who could come into the workplace and make the other staff members feel comfortable because there's nothing more challenging to have a, a colleague who shuts down every time you try to engage with them. And so they said, you know, it was really important that the students develop the confidence to have a joke, to tell them which football team they were supporting, to, to talk about what they did on the weekend. And so the, the pedagogical implications of that in the classroom were the teachers started to look beyond the workplace, like the names of tools and following instructions and understanding safety science. Yes, they were important, but so were some of those social interaction skills. And they translated into workplace language curriculum that extended beyond what they were currently doing in the school.